here are not supported by and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. Oh, hey, Dre, how you doing? I'm good. How you been? Yo, what's good, man? It's Dawn. It's Rainbow. We'll be back with a whole new season of fun and entertainment. We talk about current events, business, relationships. You need any advice? And the mailbag letters. Or you have a suggestion about a topic? We're back with a whole new season. You name it, we talk about it. Every Wednesday from 7 to 8 at the Evening Rush Network. Catch us on iHeartRadio, Google, Apple, Facebook Live, Twitch, Mixcloud, and all the podcasting sites. Email us at theeveningrush at gmail.com. If you want to catch up on any of the shows, not just the Evening Rush, but any of the shows on the network, you can go on the Evening Rush Network. Thanks. Thank you for watching. Evening Rush. Hope you enjoy. Yo, yo, yo. That would make you want to dance. <laughs> what's good? What's good, everybody? You already know what it is, man. It's the Evening Rush each and every Wednesday from... 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. <laughs> with Don and Rainbow. And we got a special guest in the building. Shout out to Miss Fatima Oliver over here. Hi. Hey, Fatima. Hey, girl. It's That's good. all I got. Girl, I'm actually happy. <laughs> no, listen, I'm happy to see you. I, I got to miss. I missed the last time you was here. My apologies. You think? You know what I'm That's okay. But, but you see, I, I left you with great company. Yeah. Okay, it, was, it, was, great company. it was good. It was good. You know what I mean? So That's shout out to y'all both. I appreciate it. Appreciate y'all both for being here with us. Uh, yeah. Rainbow, how was your week? Um, I didn't really do anything. Today was my first day back to work. It was on the right day. It was a good week. And I guess so far, so good. Fatima, <laughs> how was your week? Uh... It went too fast, number one. And then I wound up going through the, ch the change at church. I had a hot flash. Oh, no. Uh -oh. I know. We was getting ready for, I was on the, I'm on the worship team and we was practicing. And Lord, I had a hot flash, girl. I didn't know what to do. I was like, ain't nobody else hot? <laughs> ain't nobody else hot? <laughs> what is going on? Oh my God, I wanted to strip so bad, but you know that would have been appropriate. Not in the church. Oh my God, it was so hot. I said, I can't believe, God, you got me up in here having a hot flash. Mm. Why well, I do you not. Don't, want you don't, you don't look that. You don't look old enough to be going through the change, right? I really you appreciate that, that. But my youngest says that I am almost 100. I told wow. him I was, I'll be 47 next year. He said, oh, you're almost 100. <laughs> so you know what? You can't listen so, to them kids. We're, both, we, we're basically the same age. You can't so. listen to them kids. Yeah, but that's still pretty early to be going through the change sometimes. You can go to pre-menopause. Pre pre-menopause. Yeah. So I'm right there. I'm like right there knocking on the door. No, well, okay. you know, some people don't, you know, they still be getting their period till they like 55, 60. I would never wish that on anyone. Yeah. <laughs> That I would never, never wish that on anyone. Yeah, well, they cleaned but, shop on me a, a while ago. They cleaned shop, so we ain't having no mistakes. We can be freaking oh, okay. all the time. You, you better try to, you was trying to slip one in there. You really, this be said, nah, that's not happening. Mm -mm. <laughs> nope, not here. 
Yeah, well, just live a little, honey, Rainbow. You're going to be right there where I'm at because good ain't fun. Oh, yeah. I hear it ain't fun. I don't want it <laughs> at all. Yeah, well, that was, that was about it. That was the major development for me. I can't remember much of what I did. I have too many kids. I don't remember. What's good, bro? I see you on the check-in. Nah. Really well on the check-in. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if uh if I'm quite ready for that. That's just to be having, just be sweating out of nowhere. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Why that would make me feel like, like more to it than just that. I mean, yeah, you can have emotional changes. I mean, there's a bunch of other changes, but what is straight in front of you that slaps you and lets you know, hey, this is what we do. We're taking over your body. It comes mm. out in the form of hot flashes. Hot and you know, sometimes it's cold, cold flashes, right? I switch my 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 unit so much. My poor husband. Sometimes I just see him sitting around with a blanket on. They do not touch it. <laughs> I, I mean, one minute I can be burning up hot, and then the next minute I'm like, oh my god, you know, I I need some air or you know, I need some heat. It's just, it's yeah. Cool. So I, that, I, I'm not ready for that because uh, at that point, when you when you feel like a hot flash, like you feel like something wrong with you. Yeah. Like you feel like you got came coming down with something, yeah. and then the cold flashes, you got the chills. That's what you feel like, yeah. and then you feel like, yeah, I don't want to feel like I'm sick all the time. Like yeah. I ain't got time for that. Thank you, mm. thank you for explaining that so well. That that is where yeah. I'm living. Thank you, well, not, <laughs> thank you for that. I, don't they have some medicine that can help you through that? Probably, I'm not quite there yet, so I'm rolling natural, and we're gonna see what happens. I mean, they, they should have some homeopathic re remedies too. Like that, that can't be no that like that should not be normal life for anyone. It's not gonna be normal life for me, boo, because uh, me and a doctor are gonna be talking. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna be normal life. I, yeah, I'm like, mm, no, this this can't be this can't be life. I will promise. I'm gonna let y'all know how how it's going. We, we're gonna work this out. But right now, you know, I'm good yeah. right now. I'm very balanced That's right now. <laughs> Very well, let's hope to keep like, it that like way. That Where, where's my wood so I can knock on it so it stays yeah. the <laughs> Well, my weekend was very interesting. Oh, um, it started off as I was like, okay, I'm gonna invite a couple of dudes, come over, have, we're gonna watch the fight. I invited my uncle over. My uncle said, Oh, well, me and my friend is gonna come over. I said, All right, cool. I said, Are y'all sure y'all coming over? Cause my uncle is good for that. I'm coming and don't pop. You never show so, up. Yeah, he said, "Yeah, we coming." Da da da. Homegirl is um, she said, "I'm part Jamaican, so I love stew." I said, "I right, I make a mean stew." Went out, bought the stuff, made the stew. I made some hors d'oeuvres. Huh? Okay. They never show up. Hold on, I made some more d'oeuvres. You know what I'm saying? Even though my wife was like, "Those look like jailhouse hors d'oeuvres," but I was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry, everybody gonna eat it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. 10.30, What? I had some stew by myself. Wow. What up, what up, Envy? I see you on the check-in. Yeah, I was I was feeling the type of way. Nah, you weren't gonna do me like that. So, when I'll I finally going. did talk to him, I let him know, like, yo, listen, I'm you ain't getting no more food over here. You gotta bring the food now. Right. You you to bring the food, dude. You know what I'm saying? And then she I was already herself. disappointed at the fight was looking good. You know what I'm saying? Deontay came out ready to go. He was on fire. He looked like it. You know what I'm saying? Then fourth fourth round came and he hit the canvas. I was like, <laughs> oh, God. What, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. What happened? Yeah. Um, oh, he well. got back up. Wait a minute. <laughs> he, 
He got back up. All right. He knocked down Tyson Fury twice in the fifth. I'm like, yeah, okay, we're going to win. Yeah. And then in the sixth and seventh, he got knocked down again. And I was like, what the fuck? What's going on here? And I'm like, I'm still having faith. And in the 11th round, my bro got knocked out, and it was what it was. He was tired. Don't go that long. He was tired. How many times? Seriously. Yo, when I say I was disappointed, I was disappointed. But wasn't he supposed to be in, like, his best shape ever? Because wasn't he waiting for this fight? Yeah. I I, I don't know what happened. You don't know what happened either. He was sleeping. (laughs) Tyson Fury was in better shape. That's all. Listen, he had his call. He had his number, man. Like, that was just what it was, man. He put that extra weight on him. Okay, I I don't know how... I don't know how it works with boxing because I know you you win money if you win, but do you, you also get money, money either way? Yeah, you I get money if you lose. So he's still straight as far as the money is concerned, but you know you want your favorite boxers to win. And I what got, like, the longer the longer you last, the more money you get. Nah, it's just one step. No, you already get paid, right? He probably already had his bag and everything. Then nigga, yeah. just if if I. I don't know. But he wanted After, the belt back. You got you. He wanted the belt back. He wanted to secure his legacy. Right. That's what it was. Let me tell you, you something. After the man, after the man had knocked me out three times, uh, knocked me down like three times. I just, I'm just gonna stay here. You know what? I'm over it. Right by the second time, I'm like, do I really? Do, do I really want to do this anymore? <laughs> you gotta get back up. You can't stay on the canvas. Now you ain't gotta stay on the canvas, but you can get up and exit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you can just be like, I don't want to go out like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I listen. Like you he not I mean? like knocked him out like he was on the floor nah. like yeah he nah or, nah, he just, it, or he it was just the ten, or it was the ten count and he was still moving around trying to get nah, up he was the ref was that, after that knockout the ref, I mean he went down the ref was like yo it's over I'm not even gonna let oh you he continue. didn't even do a ten count he just said fuck it nigga I know you're not getting up <laughs> yeah, he was nah he was gonna he looked like he was right? gonna get up but yeah, it was just count. like yo I don't want you to get hurt after this point. So you know, shout out to all the dudes. He had one that round left. You never know. He might have joked on me this week. Look, he might have. He might have had his Rocky Creed moment, and he might have did what he was supposed to do in the last round. But nah, then the referee just being up. Done. I, I, I'm I'm a big fan, and I'm telling you, he was done. You never know. Um, that mental that mental might have just listen. kicked in. Well, yeah, in the mental he had it, but clearly everywhere else he didn't he, have he it. Didn't, <laughs> he didn't have it in the mental. I think after the fourth round, honestly, he right. did not have a chance to bring it back. Um, his defense went down. He just was going for that right hand. It just wasn't enough. It just wasn't enough. You he know was what I'm saying? Probably, he was probably partying. And, and you know, the crazy part is I, I went and got a drop just for him. And I'm not even going to play the drop because it just defeats the purpose. Like, you know what I mean? Don't play it. Go ahead. Just pretend like No, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, no, no. <laughs> He's he not here. No, I can't play that. He ain't here. So, it's okay. But I, I, I it's probably, definitely like, want to talk about... Like, the champ is here. It's like, yeah. probably... Yeah. Oh, he ain't no champ, so no, he can't play that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let's talk yeah, about... Like, I, first of all, boxing, boxing is a very tough sport, so you have to be oh, physically, yeah. mentally tough for that. Oh, yeah. and I ain't oh, with definitely, it. definitely. I ain't, I, ain't physically, I ain't physically strong enough. I might be mentally... No, nah, I ain't even mentally strong enough for that. <laughs> You ain't going to beat my, nah, my ass for so long thing. for me. 
<laughs> it's a mental thing, and then at the same time, you don't want to lose, so you're nah, gonna you were about to beat my aggressive. ass for so long. For I'm like, you know what? I'm out. I can't take this any longer. I don't want to do this shit no more. I'm over it. Nah, you gotta fight, girl. You gotta fight. You say you ain't gonna volunteer that. I ain't mad at you. So what is what is my life like? I'm just I'm just fighting for a title at this point. I'm not fighting for if it's not my life. I'm fighting for. Uh, you got it. You you got this one. Mm. They know. Look, I ain't I ain't. He knows. Well, my, okay, just real quick. My thing was more or less. You 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 really he won the first fight to me. He knocked him out the first fight. He caught the late count. Um, the second fight, I believe he was cheated. He was cheated. Yeah, he was cheated. He lost, but he was cheated. Like they, he proved that he proved his point in court. The third fight, he clearly lost. He gave a better fight than the, the second fight, yeah. and everything else, but he clearly lost. So I'm gonna give it up to him. I right now, I actually want him to go after Anthony Joshua, who also lost his belt. Um, so that's where I want that fight, that fight to go with his next fight to be, I which mean- I think would be good for both of them. You know what? It was probably because the other opponent was like, you know what? He probably he probably knew he was the other guy was cheating. He he knew that DeAndre Wilder was cheated the other two times. He was like, you know what? This time I really got I really got beat his ass this time. <laughs> because if I don't wow. if I don't beat his ass this time, they gonna be like, yeah, you wow. I know. So he was probably he was waiting for that. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get it together. I, he probably probably had a better team and everything this time around. He probably. Nah, it, it was the weight. He Tyson Fury figured it out. Like, yo, I'm gonna gain all this weight, and I'm gonna lean on him with that weight. Wait a minute, he but got, is that the same, are they legs. still in the same weight class? Then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still in the same oh. weight class. They're heavyweight. But what it is is Dante Wilder got weak legs, and you can see it. He's mm. got these skinny well, then legs. Why did he make leg day? I don't know. <laughs> That's the problem. He if you but your problem is, and you don't fix it. There's, then that's the problem. Mm. He was supposed to. He was supposed to hit leg day, and he missed it. See, mm. every day, you can't every day, miss, miss leg day. day. Don't you know that you do not miss leg day. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Right. What up, Tone? I see you on a check-in. Hey, Tone. Yeah, you can't miss leg day. You can't be out here looking. What what Kevin Hart said his uncle was looking like the one he's like he came home. With you. <laughs> wow. Just he came home from jail. He was real stocky up top. So he was like rocking back and forth. You can't miss leg day. Your legs, your legs can't be literal than your upper body. You he out here looking like Jim Jones. Wow. You going in. Go ahead. Oh, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I didn't heard I heard it all this week. Oh Jimmy. I heard nah, this all, think, all nah. week. You, I was... Did you see you saw that video of Jim Jones doing pull-ups and his legs look like two look like this yeah that's how Deontay beyond oh was. no you a boxer you you need your legs yeah you can't do that yeah. well yeah, i mean better. like i said i i think he gave a great fight I, they, both of them gave a great fight he just even though he missed so <laughs> what we gonna have to do is we gonna have to put a little bug in his ear and be like don't you wow. miss leg day next time <laughs> right that's all <laughs> Well, you know, I, 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 damn, the whole thing was I planned to have Classic back up because, you know, that's his man. Right. And I wanted to have a good interview, you know, us having a great not, interview. Not about talking Classic. about his man getting knocked out. 
Yeah, we're not going to have that conversation. No, we're not going to have that conversation. (laughs) But on the side, you need to tell him to tell Deontay that that he need to do legs. Well, you know, I mean, we all have our bad moments, right? We all have. Thank you. Come on, Fatima. Be on my side. I need some help here. I'm trying to something. You know, I'm saying that he didn't have a bad day, but if we know what we can do to fix it, then you fix fix it. it. And that's called you win or you learn. So in this case, he did not win. So we hope he learned. Exactly. And what we're trying to do is help him learn. Help him learn. (laughs) You need to do leg day, my man. I think he need to get with Twain. He definitely have a great trainer. <laughs> get with Twain, he have a great trainer, man. All right, real quick, let's touch on these verses. What are y'all thoughts of it? KRS One versus Big Daddy Kane. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's it very quiet. It's different. No, it's not that. Like I like a, I like a good old school battle, but they're literally it It's not a match. They're the same thing it's not a match and i agree with it's you. not a match i think Karis one should have took one nah i think that would have been a great nah. battle no nah, yeah. i don't think that's a, i don't Definitely. think that's a good battle could, because yeah, Karis, i feel no, no, you know no. Karis one you is a, a older rapper he's a Nas, yeah he's, he's a still you know Nas is, but I Nas, think he's an older rapper but they weren't they weren't even rapping at the same time yeah rakim would have been a great battle too yeah rakim but you would have to get Rakim with Eric B. And then yeah, it would have been, it just would have been a, a pullover who had more hits. But that would have been and more. Which I think you know one still like, would have won. I feel, you know what, these verses, the, lately the verses haven't pretty much been like who's the better, who's the better rapper, who has more hits. It's just been like a tribute to hip hop and R&B. Like just play um, your joints. Play a joint. It depends on not, who it was. Not, not necessarily, because mm-hmm. I think the live feel has just been a lot better. Um, and ever since um, the locks versus Dipset, it's just been more phenomenal. Because they, they gave who a lot. Was after who was after them? Who? Who was after, after the locks? Ja Rule versus Fat Joe. Uh. That's not a... that. I don't think that should have been either. Like Jabu is a rapper. We didn't even talk about it because it was Jabu is. Like, I didn't. You know what? I didn't even know it was happening until the day after. Like I didn't even know it happened. But yeah. Jabu is a singing rapper, in my perspective, because he has a lot of those. Yeah, but he's singing. A lot of hits. Not saying that he don't have a lot of hits, but see, so does Fat Joe. But Fat Joe so and you, ja Rule are right. two, I would say like this. I would. Love two different. It's two different styles. What up, butter? I would have loved to saw Fat um, Ja Rule actually go against Drake. Um, they both sing. Drake? Yeah, Drake? Both sing I, got, I got my soldier boy. My soldier boy, Drake? What? <laughs> no. Yeah, that doesn't seem to go either. They both it, sing you, know, you can't. First of all, you can't. I get what no, you're saying. Just, because it's, Drake it's on two different levels. It's a singing rapper. But mm-hmm. if you think about it, Drake is a bigger superstar than Ja Rule. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, well, he is. <laughs> good, good luck to the verses this time. I, I, I don't think I'll be checking in. It's um, not a good. It's not a good match. It's gonna be a good night for music because KRS One is gonna play his joints and Big Daddy Kane is gonna play his joints. But Big Daddy Kane played had more like 
dance. Once I hear, once I hear, no half stepping, it's really it for me. I'm good. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like he had a whole bunch of joints that made you want to dance. Woman up, KRS One made you want to think. Those two different. He has a lot of great. He has a lot of great. I'm not saying that he doesn't. Not saying because because it makes you want to think doesn't mean that it's not good rap. But um, Will Smith for all of that. Big Daddy Kane. I'm just saying, like. I, he would crush Will Smith. <laughs> but just I, I there's no doubt about that. I don't know. He might out a summer, summer, summertime. Right? Nah, that ain't got nothing on the camera. Summertime, getting jiggy with it. I was about to say that. I was going to say, what about jiggy? Get jiggy with it. <laughs> Yo, shout out to our sponsors. The Gallery, Plush Vodka, Sands by Butter, A Cause of Concern, A Solution Network. Um... Hot Commodity Cosmetics, Envious Creations, and Martin Felton. I don't know. Will Smith had some hits. Listen. <laughs> you, just, well, you know what it is? First of all, you have to think of the era. But you have to think of the era of the of the rap, too. Right. So that's what... Right. what Karis one and Big Daddy Kane were kind of the same era, but not really. Big Daddy King yeah. was out. I mean, KRS One was out when Big Daddy King was out, but they weren't. played the bridges over, and he get that Buddha Baba. That's it. It's a dub. That's it. It's a rap. <laughs> rap is a dub. It's two different. It's two different genres it's of a, rap. It's yeah. a dub. I'm telling you, it's, a it's dub. two different genres of rap. I mean, all, both of them make great music, absolutely, but it's not. They don't make the same type of rap music. So you wouldn't even have the same type of audience. You know what I mean? It wouldn't it wouldn't bring the same type of audience. It's like yep. apples to oranges. Let, let's see how how the Barclays Center look because they'll be it's at the to be, it's, First of all, it's gonna be crowded. You know why? Because it's gonna be a lot of superstars in there because they want to see KRS One. They want to see Big Daddy Kane. These are people who inspired them to rap. So it is gonna be a lot of celebrities in there. It may not be a lot. First of all, it it's not gonna be a lot of youngsters in there because they probably don't even know who the hell they are. <laughs> So. Hey, KRS-One, though? They don't know who they are. Nah, they don't no. know who they are. These people nowadays, some of them don't even know who Biggie is. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird. Wow. Which is Thank very you. weird. You're like, you don't know who Biggie is? Right. Yeah. When you tell them to spit a Biggie verse, all they know is Juicy. And that's all it is. They don't even, they don't even, no, some of them don't even know that. Like, they don't know who he is. I get it. But even, I mean, rap was fairly new but still i still know older right right it's your genre out of respect you need to know the people that came before you you just do mm. that's just a part of knowing your craft nah not yeah. these not these youngsters they really don't know a lot of older rappers they be like who inspired you they be like um so they they be naming all new school cats i'm like right. what they call Little Wayne, Drake. I'm like, Herb, Herb the, I don't get me wrong. They Who's should invite you to you know him. rap, but you should still know older. I agree. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, let's get into the topic. It's in a controlling relationship. I can't help y'all with this. <laughs> Just take notes, honey. What to avoid? That's that's facts. It. Let me tell you something. Right. If I if if I if this relationship that I'm in now does not work, 
I'm done with relationships. It's over for me. I'm going to say this. Listen, men, there's a lot of men out here that control women. But on the flip side, there's a lot of controlling women. And they do it very sneaky. Shout out to y'all sneaky controlling women. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I've been in a controlling relationship. I wasn't too happy with it after I realized. You, you, I, I, I assume you weren't the controller. No, I wasn't. You were the controlled. Yes. yes. So what so was, was it like manipulation or was it? Yes, like, it was yeah. manipulation. You know, when you feel like things ain't going your way, that's when she'll hit you with the, well, you know what? If you don't do A, B, and C, this is going to be the outcome. Mm. Yes, passive aggressive. That's right. what it is, Tom. Yeah. And then, you know, was she you, a Pisces? No, she was a she was a, a Sagittarius, of course. And you know, she was just it was always you can't see the kids if this happens. Or, oh know, no. I I'm using I your could kids never see myself leverage. being that type of woman either. Right. The kids was the kids was her leverage. Right. You know what I mean? It was it was me, my, my my changing experience of wanting to be the greatest father I could be. And it was like, every time I felt like, yo, this ain't going to work for me. I'm out the door. It was the hit. Well, you won't see your kids no more. Wow. So then, you know, it made me beeline to like, yo, how, how, I'll just have to deal with this craziness. Well, we told, you, we told y'all how to fix that, man. If that's what these women saying, you go down the court and you get your goddamn visitation. I mean, or, that was done. I or mean, you get your, done, you get your 50% of custody or full custody or whatever. Yeah. It's the process. And that's the hard part. It's the process. Yeah. For a guy to wait 30 days or whatever time limit to go to court and you got now you got to wait. That's 30 days without your kids. Mm-hmm. At a certain age, when you're away from your kids, it's, it, it, you know, they, they, they start to not feel that you're there and they start, it, everything just start molding different. Well, the kid don't know. The kid is that, a kid. So they just know that you're not there. From their position, you're not there. It isn't, you're not there because of these factors. And so I'm supposed to be able to understand that intellectually. No, it's emotional based. And so Mm -hmm. a part of their balance, a part of their security is gone. Right. And so I've I've been in a a position with uh, my ex-husband when I finally decided to leave him where I was so dependent on his assistance. Like I needed his help to be able to take care of my son. And um, and he knew that. And so even though I wasn't in the relationship with him, he would use the child support as leverage. And mm. so if he was if he was happy with me, he would put the money in the backpack when we would meet at our destination to get my son, it would be there. If he was angry at me, he would say it's in the backpack. And by the time we got in the car and I, I, we get home and I'm looking for the money, it wasn't there. So, and, and that was a situation where I didn't want to put him, I didn't want to bring the state into our situation. I feel like we should be able to handle this by ourselves. But I actually got more relief when I allowed them to come in because then I didn't have to jump through hoops. Right. Distance for a child that was was half mine, you know. So I mean, every it really just boils down to I'm so much a proponent of people are just broken people. Like I usually go to that because I really do believe that that it is a level of brokenness within them that they just 
don't have the courage to deal with. And mm -hmm. so they just put it on other people. They put their drama, they junk on other people. And so it's a lot of broken people out there in the world. And sometimes we love them. Right. Sometimes yeah. we don't pick the right people because of our brokenness and we wound up in some crazy situations. And so just for me, that was like one of those things where I had finally decided I'm leaving. I don't know how I'm going to make this work. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm, I know that I don't deserve this. And that was yeah. a little bit of leverage that he still had where it was. If you come back, then, you know, you won't have to worry about it. Not yeah. having you know, and, and just trying to take any type of um, security that I had, trying to manipulate it or destroy it so that ultimately I had to get what he wants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And, and that was the thing. Like, I was on child support while I was there. So, you know, it was like, I'm taking care of the kids. Even though I'm in the household with the kids, I'm still paying child support. Like, if I wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? And and once again, it came down to the fact that I love being around my children, that I said I will deal with the bullshit. I will deal with whatever it comes with just so that I can be there for them. So when they wake up, I'm the first person they see. When they go to sleep, I'm the I'm the last person they see. So that that it took a toll until I had enough. Where I was when just like, you when know it's what? your breaking this, point, this, this, this you're the only person who knows your breaking point in any situation yeah yeah, yeah. i mean you got to get to that point you got to yeah. get to that point where you had enough where you said to yourself listen if i don't walk away i know i'm either gonna be dead or in jail okay I'm that's what i said <laughs> it's like, I'm, that's like somebody gonna die. I'm just telling you i don't know which one is gonna be but yeah. somebody dying <laughs> you yeah, know so I gotta you, go. you 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 in a box and you just yeah. your back is against the wall you in this box and you don't know what is what 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 is left to do? I feel sorry for y'all that y'all have to go through this. No, don't feel sorry for me. <laughs> don't feel sorry for me because <laughs> I upgraded. I feel sorry that y'all had to actually go through that. Like yeah, I, I know sometimes going through something like that, you when you come out of that situation, you are a better person. Yeah. But the fact that you had to go through that at all is like horrible. Like why are you, yeah. why would you want to treat somebody like this? Yeah, I really. Why would you want to treat another human being like yeah. this? Like, why would you want to do this to your child? Yeah, because it ultimately boils down to you're messing up the children. Yeah, but because it's all, it, that's all it should be about. Sometimes, even if there are no children, you still have those type of situations. And I really, I just know for me, it boiled down to number one, my self worth from the door. That's mm -hmm. what was at play with me at the door. And so I came from a space where my home life was not good. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I was trying to run from a situation to where um, there was sexual abuse in the home. And then I was repeatedly having to live with the person, the perpetrator, constantly oh, being put in a position to where I had to live with the perpetrator. So when I met, you know, my knight in shining armor, you know, the one that I felt like was a protector, I really, really, really did not see any signs of abuse whatsoever, ever until the mm -hmm. week of our of our um, wedding. But there was nothing. And we dated for three years. I never saw nothing. He never raised his hand, never, never raised his voice. And he was a big guy. He looked like you, Don. He they was, came. You, yeah, they you came. Don, okay. They and, came. Um, and, and yeah, I felt protected. I felt that mm -hmm. he was protecting me from the elements that I was trying to run away from. And so I married my rescuer. And the problem mm -hmm. with that is, is that I was in 
um, if not, I was in a worse situation after, you know, after I married him. And so I, it took years. I, I was married to him for nine years. We were together for 12. I was married nine years. But on the first week of us being married, I was being chased with a hammer, running to the car. Mm. And so it really. Like, what was the switch that changed in the case? He was like, you know what? She's my wife now. Now she can't leave. So well, now I'm show her the real me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to get back to that. Let's take a quick break. Let's pay these bills real quick. And when we come back, we're going to get back into, you know, within a controlling relationship. Jesus Christ. Looking to podcast shows and do not know where to start? The Evening Rush Network can help you with that. Call us at 929-441-2417 or email us at theeveningrushnetwork at gmail.com for dates and prices. We got you for all your podcast needs. The Evening Rush Network. Tune in, subscribe, and share. Our sponsors are for The Evening Rush with Donna Rainbow goes as follows. Sayings by Butter, clothing done right. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Sayings by Butter. A Cause, A Concern, and A Solution, Inc. by Chaplain Christine Winslow. Follow them on Instagram at team underscore Winslow. The Gallery online radio show every Tuesday from 7 to 9. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Get the book You Love, You Learn by Martine Felton, author and life coach. Visit www.martinefelton.com. Gear up on J. Lane's. Visit them on Instagram and Facebook for your apparel and accessory needs. Looking for a good baker? Visit Envious Creations on Instagram. Call, text, DM, or email your orders. Have you tried Plush Vodka? Visit them at www.plushvodka.com to place your order. Hot Commodity Cosmetic and Lash Studios. Visit them at Instagram at hotcommodity underscore cosmetics. And those are the sponsors of The Evening Rush with Don and Raymond. Yep, we back. We back. You already know what it is, man. A team has stepped away. I'm coming. She said, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, nah. Mm-mm. I we don't are know talking that. about within a controlling relationship. We are here with Fatima Oliver. She's a great life coach. You know what? You know what? I think we one day have to have a, a real amazing life coach show with, with Fatima and Martine in the building. I think that would be phenomenal. Um, So I, I definitely got to set that up. Yes, but um, we could have a saying, we could have a life coach forum. Yeah, definitely, definitely. definitely. But now, I don't know that I, I, you know what, you know, you you never know unless you're in the situation. But as far as I don't know if I could uh, allow that. I'm too much of a. I don't know. I don't even know the words because I. I'd be like, well, who? But who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> but you well, know what I'm... it is. You don't. You when you in these relationships, and it's like you want to please that person. You want to make them happy. You want to do everything possible you can. You know what I'm saying? And when you don't have exactly what you want, with me it was the family values. I wanted that perfect family, and I thought that was the way to get it was to be in. A relationship with my children's mother and you know we're good but in all actuality it didn't work like that mm-hmm. and then when you find somebody that loves you and you know like the marriage i'm in now it's amazing 
now you know the difference. Like you feel the real oh, the genuine maybe, love. Yeah, maybe I maybe I say that now because I've been in a long term relationship and I don't have these problems. So maybe younger me might have been like, <laughs> you know what? Okay, you got it. No problem. I don't know about the hitting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, she, she I don't a, know, but she was she was a mental and physical abuser. Yeah, I don't like. Her I don't know was, about that part because the thing was, if you go for the door, like if I say, "Yo, I'm leaving," that's when the knife came. Ah, oh, yeah. I'm gonna stab this nigga. He ain't going nowhere. So that that was the physical, I, I, but then a I'm lot not, of it was I, the mental of beating me down. Well, you ain't a good right, father if you leave. Right. You so ain't that's this. the you right. Ain't that. That's the big thing. So it's not like now maybe maybe in other cases maybe so. I, Number one, those type of people, they know the type of person that they're dating, really. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so it starts with the manipulation or the mind game. So for me, I would say it was capturing my mind first. Um, as an example, when we would get into fights, now this was after we had married, because like I said, I, I never saw anything. And even the week before my marriage, um, what what happened was he rolled a, a bowling ball near um, towards my feet. And I just thought, oh, that's stress from the wedding. Like how rude, like you tried, you almost made me fall. But I thought, oh, that must be stress from the wedding because for mm -hmm. three years I'd never seen anything. But my point is that when we started out with our arguments, with the disagreements and me, you know, being able to speak up for myself because who else is going to? It was throwing things and, and breaking things, but the things that were being thrown and broken were my items, the things that I brought into the relationship, my mm. identity things, the things that I could say, this belongs to Fatima. This is not his. This is mine. I brought this. Right. But eventually, all my items that, that helped me with my personal identity were gone. And all I had was what he had. He never broke his stuff. He broke my stuff. Of so course not. Me, yeah. It started out really, really mental as far as capturing my identity, stripping my identity to the point where all I could identify with was him. So now what I'm going to do, if I feel like my existence is locked to him, it makes it really more difficult for me to be able to see my life without him. And then that's when the, the the physical abuse started. So it was never like, uh, yeah, I, I said the same thing. And I'm just I'm grateful that you're in a place where, you know, that you you are mature enough and you know yourself enough to be able to say that is I'm so not doing that. But as a as a teenager completely was like, oh, I ain't no mm -hmm. never. I ain't never getting no man like that. But it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I don't think it naturally happens to where the person just hauls off and hits you. Right. It is a gradual approach to them owning you, taking right. you from your identity. And once you don't have your identity, what do you have? Yeah. What do you have? Right. So it opens up the door for that person to do all kind of stuff. And and you deal with it, even though, you know, you shouldn't be dealing with it. Right. You deal with it because at the end of the day, it's really more so about you than that person. As far as what am I going to do when I leave? What am I going to have to rebuild when I leave? And, and how am I going to be able to navigate the court system to be able to still get that ownership of my children when I leave? There are so many uphill battles. Sometimes we say, you know what? I'll just stay. Mm. Yeah. 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 That's sad. And that's sad. Yeah. Yeah. It took it's, me it's um, 12 hard. years. I stayed with him for nine years. And on the, the ninth year, I, I decided to leave. And, and even at that point, I had to get up the courage to leave. It took me three years just to get the courage. Once I said, I know I don't want this anymore, to be able to build my life in a place where 
I had my own car. I had, you know, I had a little bit of money. I had this to where I would feel like I could make it on my own. But it, you know, it's similar to Don. It wasn't just the the physical. It was a lot of emotional. It was you mad at me and we we driving in a car. We stop at the intersection and he gets out the car and takes the keys and I'm just stuck in the middle of the street in the car. So I've been through that. And you can't go anywhere. <laughs> I've been through that. It was that type of humiliation. Right. And it was to try to steer us off the road. And yeah, yeah. I've been through all of that. It's a lot of craziness. You know? So she's trying to kill you and her. Like, I'm not about to do yeah. that. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to die. Like, there's nothing in this world that's going to make me be like, you know what? I'm not, we're gonna die. Uh, nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get through as much of these as I possibly. There's 20 signs of your partner is controlling. Oh but shit! I might have a controlling partner. I, I, I know I'm definitely not gonna be able to get to all of them, but one is isolating you from your friends and family. Nah, I got that. We we so, we, talk, we talk about moving all the time, and he always says, "Well, I don't want to move you that far from your family because I know you're such you're so family oriented." And he was like, "If I tried to take you away from your mother, you'd probably leave me." <laughs> well, I mean that that is and like one of the starting signs to me too. Like right. I, you'll notice like you can't have female friends. In my in that my aspect, that's what it was. You can't have female friends. That's how it started. And I'm like, I know these girls for years. They've yeah, been you're not about to tell me I can't have friends that are already with me. Yeah. Why can't I be friends with them? I mean, oh, if you don't want me to have I'm no new, your only friend. Wow. If you don't like, want me to have no new male friends, that's one thing. But you're not going to tell me that I can't be friends with men that I've known longer than I've known you. This, no, I'm not going to be a no. That's not happening. Yeah, and for me, it was um, isolating me from my family because my family mm -hmm. was my everything. And so it was bringing, coming into that, um, building a wedge to where I was so in love with him that it came down to, you believe in him over us, you know, my family, you believe in him over us and me. Was that before you got married or after? It, it was before, even before I got married, mm, it started yeah. to happen. And honestly, there was a lot of dysfunction in my family. So I looked at him as you're just trying to protect me. So, so once I got married and I realized he crazy. I didn't have anybody to go to, to run to, right? Yeah. And that's um, how they do it. That's exactly what they do. They isolate you so you don't have no one to go back to. Yeah. Yeah. So right. you can't Brandy. like you can't leave me because you ain't got nowhere to go. You got nowhere to go. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> mm -mm. Go ahead. What's then the next we got one? chronic criticism, even for small things. Yeah. Oh, maybe I do have a controlling man. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm always being criticized. <laughs> like, I mean, that to me is the the, the mental abuse, uh, more or less to me. You know, you ain't worth shit. You, oh you no, I'm be shit. That you say that shit. Like that, I'll beat you, your you ass. <laughs> I ain't with this shit. My man so. is 52, 260 pounds. I still try to beat his I'll beat your ass. <laughs> No, and I ain't even be It's more like a clown. <laughs> As yeah. we got into the threats against you and them, or them. So I guess the more or less the threats of physical violence or emotional manipulation. Yeah. So then we got making acceptance, caring, and attention conditional. What? So like making acceptance, caring, or attention 
conditional. So you earn it. You have Ult- to ultimate, yeah, ultimatums basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's me. So, no, I'm joking. I'm <laughs> hey, if it's you, check it. Check it. I'm there. Tra- listen, I'm telling you, I, I believe Rainbow. The only ultimatum I said was, "I'm not gonna be your girlfriend forever." That was the only ultimatum I gave. Well, shoot, yeah. every woman do that. <laughs> <laughs> that is enough. I have went three years, and you need to make a decision. Okay, <laughs> we all do that. But no, I absolutely agree. It's like holding affection hostage, basically. It's yeah. like you have to look a certain way, be a certain way, act a certain way. And if you are not doing those things, then I'm not sure if I can give you myself like I used to give you of myself. And so you always, you never know where yeah, you that, That's always my problem. You, know? you never know where you're sitting. You're always- What, 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 what do you mean it's always your problem, Dawn? You know, women, they just want to hold down on you. I know it's always my problem. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so that's on the women's perspective, but for I mean, from your perspective, like for me, it would be like just just the love and affection and the attention, or the way that he would be such a gentleman and do all these awesome, amazing things, like send me uh, two dollars to my job. I mean, just all these things, and then if he wasn't happy with who I was becoming then all those things were stripped, you know, and, and now, you know, he, he's got eyes for somebody else. So, it, and I'm wondering, what do I need to do? What can I do to get this back right? Like it used to be, I could just act like he wants me to act and dress how he wants me to act, you know, to dress and, and just be a mute. And I so, give a shit. so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, and that is definitely a controlling point. Like when your man wants you to listen, you can't dress this way or, you can't dress that way or i want you just to wear this every day or you know, you know what it is? a lot of men are like that right I, it's like how you met your woman like if you met her and she was wearing short, short nah, clothes, see, that's my controlling issue right there no right no, hell no. I, don't you, I don't want you dressing hell like that no. anymore you can't you can't go out the house certain ways unless you don't 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 want no woman in his life to wear leggings he'd be like rainbow what are you going in them leggings i'm like what are you talking about I listen. <laughs> no, when well, we together is cool. Wear some jeans or something, some baggy jeans. That's straight. You straight like that. Ain't no problems. You know what I'm saying? Why I gotta be all that curve fit and shit? Nah, let me anyway. tell you something. That's how you met her. I'm like, please believe it wasn't it. a problem then. She was looking good as a motherfucker then. Yeah. Now you don't want nobody else looking at her. They do not dress for the men. They dress for themselves. I really and for other women. Dress for your men. They do not. They dress for themselves. They be like, oh, I'm looking good today. Y'all yeah. do not dress. Mm-hmm. Do not wear certain things for men. Because we don't like to be catcalled. That, my, yo, my, I hate it. Yeah. I don't, Listen, I, that's not what I want. You wear, and you won't why? get those problems. Why? And I, why and, and, is that, why yo, I was, is it that mothers I cannot? Was I, where was I? Where was I? I was somewhere the other day. Oh, I was at Burger King. I was on the phone. And these two girls had these booty shorts that was just chopped up all the way to the like all you saw was the, the the half a booty hanging out. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, who the hell let y'all walk out the house like that? Who the hell? Yep, your man or your mama, somebody didn't say. First of all, maybe their mama was at home. She was probably working. Yeah. Maybe okay. or maybe that's how they mama dress. You know these. You know these these girls. They mamas be young. I have <laughs> no. 
from, and from the shore goes, down, that's how I have no problem saying, yo, go back in the house, change your clothes, and then come back and come back out here looking like something. But if that's how y'all relationship work, like seriously, if she's okay with that, because you know, she's this, not. She's not. Okay, well then y'all, y'all need to work to that. <laughs> I mean, there's, you know, there's certain shorts that I wear that he don't like, and I'm like, you know, my whole ass, like everything is covered. My coochie's covered, my ass is covered. The only thing showing is my tattoo. It's just legs, because that's all I am, it's a bunch of legs. You mad that yeah. someone's looking at my legs? He he don't like it. Why would so why would you wear that's it? his business? That's how he met me. That's that, I don't know. Win. That that's the number one man controlling win. situation. I'm yeah, wearing my shorts. You just need to go on to the next one because it's it's in like a <laughs> um, I'm wearing my an shorts. overactive scorecard. Um, I'm gonna have to go with you on that one, Fatima, because I don't even understand. Healthy, okay. stable relationships have a sense of built into them. It's inherent that you will look out for each other and not and count every little time right. I mean something. like oh well you know well I did that for you the other day you yeah, can't do this for yeah. me today right. like you do things for your love for the love of your life because you want to right um not because hmm. you're keeping a scorecard like uh, immature relationships do that where you have a list of things that you did for that person and so in some way you expect them to compensate I mean you mm -hmm. expect to be compensated for that right See, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big person against that like I don't like the whole scorecard First of all, I don't like. I feel like you shouldn't throw something in my face. Right. Done. Done for you. I like. I don't do that. Like that's one thing I don't do. If I did it, I did it from my heart. If I didn't do it from my heart, then it wasn't done. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about all that. There's some things I do that I don't do from my heart, but I'm not gonna be like, well, you know, well, I did this for you, even though I didn't want to. I'm not. That's not. <laughs> I did well, it because not that's not healthy in a relationship anyway, right? Mm -hmm. So to me, if you got to keep a scorecard, then you really need to have some serious discussion as far as what you expect from each other. I mean, like, really, that's what mature folks do. But when you're in a situation like that, it's like I did this for you. Don't you understand all that I sacrificed for you? I do this and I do that. And, you know, and I do this for your parents and yada, 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 trying to make you feel guilty about you. Right, for whatever it is that you want to see in your relationship, you know, mm. um, especially if you started out one way and maybe you're excelling in some area and they are not. It's like you guys started on the bottom. Right. And now you're expanding your reach. And sometimes there can be jealousy in that type of a relationship. Yeah. When it's a controlling relationship, it is a matter of you can only do so much. I only want you to be a certain way. And so if you are coming out of that shell, it's gonna cause some some issues. So if you're running into a bunch of arguments, crazy, outlandish arguments, um, that boils down to how you are changing in your life, that's a controlling relationship. And you really need to be able to determine, is that what you want? You know, do you want somebody thumb on you? And that's how I felt. I felt like somebody's thumb was on me. I couldn't move without them, you know, telling me what I needed to do. And if they didn't like it, they I just couldn't go. They would unplug something underneath the hood. So I would be just stuck where I'm at. You know, those I've, done that. I've been guilty of that. I'm that sorry. is horrible. I still haven't I'm figured out what they're unplugging. But I have literally said it's like I have literally said while he's gone into a meeting or whatever. I, I didn't I didn't. Unplug the spark plug wire. You ain't right. going nowhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. That you is ain't going nowhere. That is you ain't going to do that to my car that I pay for. I'll be damn. That is controlling <laughs> and unhealthy. And to, if you have to go to those lengths, you really need to be checking yourself and saying, Yo, you know what it was? I, I, I cared about that girl so much. 
And I just was like, no, you cannot leave me. And you know what, Don? That's exactly what controlling people say. I care yeah. about them so much. <laughs> you can't leave me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, that that know. that def that was definitely a relationship. I always say I was controlling her. Yeah. Because I, I yeah. But she did that to herself. She started that. That was her fault. So we're gonna go to. <laughs> <laughs> she started it. Okay. I'm. Not I don't know that I care enough. Using guilt as a as a tool. Yes, absolutely. Using what? You know, manipulation. Using guilt as a using guilt as a tool. Yeah, yeah. That's that mental relief. Yeah. Yes, it is. Playing with your emotions, um, knowing when to cry, knowing um something to bring up to make you feel horrible horrible about something that you did that you thought you guys were over already. Well, we you can't know. talk about crying because I cry every. I cry. I can cry like like that. It don't take much for me, for me to cry. <laughs> it depends on the reason, though. Are you using your tears to to get a reaction? Are you using Whoa. your tears to get a reaction? But to sometimes my tears will get a reaction. Well, no, I'm and I'm saying some people are emotional people, so it's all about the condition of your heart. I don't. That's the crazy it. thing. If you say that and talk to me, well, she's not fucking emotional. She's not emotional. Any like she's we, not as cold as envy, but she's not emotional. <laughs> You now, ain't gonna talk about my girl like that. You ain't gonna talk about my girl like that. Um, I am very like it. You know what it is? It all depends on the person. Like I feel like my man knows every button to press. Right. Every one of them. He knows how to get a reaction out of me. He know, and it's like I don't. You know what? I don't even think he'd be trying to make me cry. But here I am crying my eye, poor eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> He'll just say something. I'll be like, <laughs> he'll be like, but he'll be like, you crying? I'll be like, shut up. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I feel for him. Um, creating I feel a for debt. me. I'm the one crying and shit. Creating a debt you're beholden to. Yes. Yeah. A debt. Yes. yes. I've so yeah. lived that. I've so lived that. Have you? Um, have yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, where she'll she'll say, for example, she buys a car, put it in my motherfucking <laughs> and now I'm controlled over that situation. Oh no, I don't have that. You know what I mean? I, I just lucked out a lot of on those type of situations though. Yeah. Um, it was mostly buy stuff for the house, and it's in my name, and it fucked up my credit, but she was living the life over it. But it was cool. You know what I mean? I fixed my situations always. Yeah. And you live and you learn. Because yeah. now I'm not putting nothing in anybody's name but my daughter. Mm. So that's it. She's the only one that can have daddy, daddy, daddy's name on anything. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, my experience was just being pregnant and un unable to work because I have difficulty, pre difficult pregnancies. And so they mm. take on the responsibility of the house. And I never lived it down. No matter what happened, no matter what type of conversation, you kept bringing it up. Kept bringing it up as if it was like such a, just such a sacrifice. Even though it was his child, you know what I mean? Nah, but that you know what? Fuck that. That was his job, right? But it was something. And, and, never, anyway, it always, it always came. It was like I could never repay. Even after I went back to work, everything is good. I could never repay that quote unquote debt. And even though rationally I would say that makes no sense, 
it was such a huge thing in our relationship that it made sense. You know, it was yeah. like, how am I going to get this to move? And so that's the type of uh, scenarios that can happen. It's something so irrational, something that was done that you thought was done from their, their heart. And in their twisted way of thinking, it was. But now you owe them forever. You owe right. them forever. And there is just as a man, that's your responsibility. That is your responsibility. Survive, this woman is protect. Yeah, if, if don't yes, be your dog, that's a man. If she's provide and, she and protect, is, and it's not it's, what is the, the fact crib, that she would you hold the crib down. You hold but the what is the fact down. that she she could go to work if she just chose not to? No. She was having a difficult pregnancy, so we could we could essentially not have this child, and I can go back to work. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know, you let me stay home and you take care of me and your child. See, Rainbow, you living it, you living it back like how I was living it at that moment. You feeling all of that? <laughs> no, nah, yeah, you feel it because like, see what that is it's different. Like, yo, you know, do what you gotta that's just do. An example. It's just an example of for the listeners as far as the extremes that somebody will go to make you feel guilty and just forever indebted to their love. To ever indebted, forever indebted. That's not, but that's not love. Like it's he not, did, that. That is not a sign of love because if I have, if you, if you want to make me feel guilty for something that you should, as a man, as mm-hmm. as my, I don't know if that was your husband at the time, but as my baby father. Right. Yeah. But you want me to feel guilty about that? No, nah, you got you got life all wrong, sir. But the but the fact that I kept playing the game. Right. So there is some responsibility on my end, too, as far as Fatima. When are you going to wake up and realize that this is not the type of relationship you need? Right. So mm-hmm. at some point in time, plain and simple, even though you can get caught up and conned into these type of relationships, at the end of the day, we treat we show people how to treat us. And at some point we have to look in the mirror and say, Fatima, how do I want to be treated? Rainbow, mm-hmm. how do you want to be treated? Don, what type of a life do you want for yourself? I understand that you got all these other responsibilities. I understand it may break your heart to walk away, but what type of life are you trying to plan for yourself? And you have Absolutely. to make decisions based on that. Absolutely. Yeah. True. You ain't never lie about that one. Oh, this, this is my, my all-time favorite. Spying, snooping, or requiring consistent disclosure. Mm, my all-time favorite. I just want to know where he at. Nah, nah. See that 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 we right went. there. I have rules. Just, that that that. This is my. We will break up rule. Don't touch my goddamn phone. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't go through phones. I did. I'm not gonna lie. I like, I don't even. I didn't go through a phone. I went through a watch. <laughs> you know, you you know, watches have everything on it now. Two text messages and phone calls and all of that jazz. I went through a watch. I seen something I didn't like. I called him. I was like, come get your shit. It's over. <laughs> he was like, what happened? I was like, it's over. That's why are you what going happened. through that? Why, wait, it's why go okay. through that? Like, to that extent, instead of communicating and talking about it. Nah, because I, you know what? You know what? Back, this was this is a long time ago. I know. We, I, much, we know it's a long time ago. We've since then. But he used to go through my phone on the regular. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. I was like, what yeah. are you trying yeah. to that, buy something? Let me see something. I can help you find something. <laughs> nah, that's, to me, that's a deal breaker. Like, don't go through my phone. Yeah, we were, we were shit, really, 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 really young. But now we have an understanding. We talk about a lot more things than we used to. Like, 
I would never express any emotions and he is an emotional expressor. If he has a problem with something, he's saying something. I used to have a problem with something and I would say nothing until we get into a big argument and then everything spills out and I'm like, fuck you, fuck this, and get out. But now I talk about it. I've matured. <laughs> That's good, though. That's good because a lot of people don't talk about it. And really, the reason why we make those type of decisions, real talk, is because of our own insecurity. Now, we could have some strong indicators that that dude or, or she is cheating, right? But yeah. it, it still boils down to us as far as, like, do I really want to be living my life having to go through their phone? So it's either that they mm -hmm. really are cheating and I don't want that in my life. Or is that I got some serious insecurities because somebody did cheat on me or did do some stuff to me. And now I'm doing that to a good person and becoming overbearing. And it's got to do with my insecurity. At the end of the day, it's still about us. It's about what do we want our life to be and how we going to be in it. You know, we got to mature. We got to grow up. You know, though, if they cheat in, like, if you do, like, if you go and you find something, you then you find out. But what do you want to do? Are you going to yeah. leave or are you so going to still me, go back to the relationship? Well, then it boils down to if I got to really, truly, honestly live like that, if I really, really feel like I can't sleep because I'm wondering where he at and who he dealing with, then and just I leave. be wondering if I need to be with him. That's straight up. Then you just need to leave the situation because whether he is cheating on you or not, you, you feel that you, right. you will continue to keep thinking about it. And you right. just need to go. You have to make a different decision. Absolutely, right. absolutely. Make your mind up. Yeah. Uh, we was we were was we uh overactive jealous jealousy accusations or paranoia. Well, yeah, that just seeps right into what we were talking about. Yeah. Right. Um, I agree. If somebody was trying to holler at it, and no, I'm joking, I'm joking, y'all. You know, I mean, and there's healthy jealousy. You know, it's like I want my husband to, no, no, I still no, got it. No, 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 I, I really feel that way. I really do. I feel like, you know, my husband, remember, I'm here, you know, and he's like, I'm like, what I'm you know what? It's not being jealous of you. There's a whole no, no, no. There's a different thing. What like, I don't mind if you get a little, you know, you little. <laughs> I see every once in a while if you see a man talking to me, you right. be like, "What's going on be, here?" Be, but see, that's my with that man, you like, be I'm territorial. That man, you know, I no, am. No, but there are times where you don't even put, you don't get at me in no play. I'm telling you, I was walking through the mall. We were, we were walking through the mall. We tend not to walk together, but we together. Like I walk ahead of him, and he walk behind me because he's slow and as that's hell. A, that's a no no. We uh -huh. don't do he's that. He's slow. He walks slow and I can't, I, I can't, well, I need to get to where I need to get to and he won't <laughs> take his sweet time, right? So we walk in, well, I'm walking and I walk past these guys and they trying to holler and they say whatever they say and I'm not answering. I didn't turn around. I didn't make no gestures. And he was like, she ain't talking to you because she ain't you. She ain't with, she not with y'all. She with me. That's a little jealousy though. He was like, y'all ain't got a chance in hell. <laughs> I ain't doing all that. I ain't doing all that. I feel like, as my woman, you're supposed to handle that situation before it got that outrageous or get that far. What outrageous or what far? I wasn't even paying those men no check money. Check that nigga. Check, check that nigga. Listen, keep like you said. You ain't saying nothing. That was checked. Keep it moving. That's I mean, it. there is. I mean, but 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 we're talking irrational, right? We're talking. You didn't call at, at, at five o'clock like you said you was because you was hanging out and it, it slipped by. And now the person's ringing your phone. 
And right, you get off at five o'clock at five o five. If you ain't calling, you they got problems. You time out mm-hmm. because this person is ringing your phone and blowing you up, and now you're in an argument where you should be able to hang out with your girlfriends or hang out with your guys, but you're on the phone with this person because they're tripping. You know, stuff like that. It, it's just that's irrational. Yeah, I, I'm that's not doing that. Good. I'm right. not doing that. It's Listen. not healthy. It's, it's not a healthy way to have a relationship. Not I'll wait till you get home and we can discuss it. Don't do that. Like, you know, I mean, I, you have to learn how to do relationships. So I've definitely been that person that was like, oh, my God, where is he at? Uh, You know, I, I've done all of that through my insecurities. But as I got healed, as I dealt with myself, as I figured out the type of person I wanted to be and the mm-hmm. type of, the, the, you know, and really checked my insecurities why I feel this way, you know, once I started dealing with myself, I was able to be a healthier person in my relationship. When I wasn't doing that, I was projecting it on him. And I was saying, you must be doing stuff because I'm feeling this way. He wasn't doing nothing. He was a good guy. It's just all my other baggage was coming into my relationship and I hadn't dealt with it. So I just felt so victim, like everybody wanted to victimize me. Somebody was going to run game on me. Right. So I can't trust nobody. If I truly feel that way, I don't need to be in a relationship until I get my stuff together. Amen. A lot of times we go into relationships and then we wind up making somebody else's life hell. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I've been through that. I've been the one who has had it happen to me. And I've also been the immature that has brought that into a relationship because I didn't heal myself. I didn't allow myself to heal. And I'm just grateful that I got a good man and he stuck with me. And we've been married 10 years and he is just like awesome sauce. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number number ten, not respecting. We only your got need. the ten. We yeah, only got the ten of the twenty. <laughs> not respecting your need for time alone. Um, yeah, I've I've learned, and that goes into what you were saying. That's what I've learned. Like I have to have my space where it's I need my time. Yeah, everybody if needs I don't get, time. If I don't get if I don't get that my time, that's when we start having. The bickering, the arguing, and I'm not with it because I don't like to argue. Yeah. So I, I guess that's why when you say, "Well, she'll you gotta call have self care and and harass," she's not doing that. She's understanding, like, okay, if he ain't checking, you're right. Right. One, he all right unless he he'll he'll check in if he has to, but he all right. I know he all right. Yeah. But when we he gets home, I'm definitely gonna talk to him about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yo, yeah. at least you could have. Absolutely. No, no, no. I understand you need you time. I got no problems with that. But if it's a certain time, like if you at work and you supposed to be home, just let me know you going out. I don't have a problem with you. Like, nah. I I don't be worried. My man somewhere on the bitch. Oh my god. Like that's not what I need to. That's not what. Now I'm worried. For example, I'm gonna use this for example. I was at. We was at the studio. I ended up having to leave the studio and this is like what 11 12 o'clock at night i had to make a run a run to to a different part of brooklyn then come back to the studio before i got home and i already knew she was sleeping so why one one why am i gonna wake you so text when I, I explained everything when i got home and it was like okay now send me a text message and but see, that's but that's, 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 that's what so I was that, That's where that trust got to be. People. Right, right. So there's, it's, it's on not, both parts. It's not a trust factor for me. I just want to make sure right. that nothing happened to you. I'm thinking you out sleeping with some woman. I'm thinking you in a ditch somewhere. Right. So it's, but you're right. Like both of you are right. Both of you are there. It, but it boils down to 
having that conversation. Like, what do I need in my relationship so that I can trust you? And what do you need in the relationship so that you understand that I trust you? Let's talk about it. So if there's yeah. an incident where I was asleep, but I still was expecting you to come in at a certain time and you didn't because you had your things to do, then that's one of those conversations we have. You know, just going forward, at least hit me up or something so that I won't be worried about you. It's not that I'm trying to be needy and need to know your every move. I don't want to be worried about you. Understand what my why I want you to call me. It's not because mm -hmm. I'm trying to be all up on your tip. It's because we together, we've been together forever. I love you and I want to make sure you're okay. So it's just sharing your heart and being able to be open and vulnerable like that and respecting yeah. each other's viewpoint. It don't mean you don't think that it's over the top, but what does she need to feel safe and secure and know that you're okay? If she needs that text, send her the dang text. It ain't breaking your hand, right? It's okay. all about being able to work together. At the same time, if you know that when he get into his zone, that he normally just has a bad habit he's not going to call. That's just his zone. He can't help it. Then to me, I have to understand my man and say, more than likely he in that stupid zone. I know he's not going to call me, but then I know that he said he was going to be home around this time. And if I don't hear from him then, then we're going to have to have a conversation because I'm trying to understand and respect your zone. But you need to respect that I worry about you. And I'm not trying to be your mama and babysit you. I genuinely care about you. And I need you to understand that. You work together, right? Amen, Fatima. <laughs> I don't because I don't mind having because he spends a lot of time with his friends, and I don't care because I like to be in my own bed, sleep, watching TV, whatever, by myself. I like a lot of, of me time by myself, and I don't have a problem with that. But if it gets to a certain time of the night, and you said you're going out with the fellas, I know y'all get drunk and. Yeah, Sometimes I, mean, driving. You know, it, I need to know like, that ain't nothing happened to you while y'all was out drinking. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. So I don't I, need the first I, thing I, I'm like, well, I did get into a roadblock. I ran into a roadblock coming coming back to the studio that night. Thank but you know, my shit is straight legit, so I don't stress. Right. You know what I mean? But I did have but a that's it, it, like my whole thing is we're dealing it's it's different for it's different yeah. for women. It's different for women because we're dealing with black men. Yeah. And yeah. we never know what the hell will happen when yeah. you're outside. You're a black male. Yeah. Right. That's a true statement. So I need to know that you are right. Yeah. I'm not trying to discourage your time with your friends, but I just need to know for my own part that you okay, that nothing happened to you, that you're mm -hmm. either gonna make it home safe. Or made it home safe. I mean, because that's the rule with me. That, that he's been so drunk that he, ah, I forgot the text. Oh, oh, okay. I, I, I get it. I, I'm still upset, but I understand. Because it happens. When you're drunk, you forget to do a lot of shit. Your phone <laughs> yeah. might have died. You might have forgot to put it on the charger. I don't know. But I need to know that you are okay, though. Yeah. Mm. So then you just set those boundaries, right? You set those expectations, yeah, you know? Good. It shouldn't be, you know, and really that's on the though. Like, he, you know, as far as like calling five times, okay, that, that's a bit compulsive, but but set a strategy, <laughs> you know? I mean, real. And, and, you know, and I'm grateful that by the time I met my husband, I was mature enough to understand that we both need our time, you know? So I don't, I don't lean heavily on that. And when he goes out of town, that's one of our areas where I'm like, dude, 
uh, you still got a family at the house. Don't go out of town and pretend like you ain't got no family, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's something that we have had to talk about as far as like, we still here, you know? So pick up- And, see, I, and that, with that, I'm the, you know? there, there goes the complete opposite. She's the one who, when she get out of town, I guess she forgets that I have a phone <laughs> and won't call. And she know me, I'm not gonna say be calling you five, six, seven times when I'm dealing with our children. Yeah. So, but me, I'm the one that we out of town, like I'm waking up. Hey, good morning. I'm alive. Right. Hey, good morning. Good I'm alive. I'm going to sleep. I'm alive. <laughs> when I'm on, like when I'm on vacation, I be trying to be on vacation. I don't be called. I I I mean, I will try to call, but you, if there's a time See, difference, a, it too, must be a woman thing. Like if it's a it time really difference, a woman thing. It is so not a woman thing because I am so like you don't have to check in with me all throughout the day, but I need to hear from you in the morning. And I need to hear from mm-hmm. you in the evening. I just need to know that you made it okay. Maybe in the morning. Because I'm, kind of, I'm not waking up early on my vacation. So you ain't got to call me in the morning. Text um, me. Do something. You can text me. <laughs> um, but no. Nah, um, and sometimes, like, when you're when you're away and you're not with your man and you're with your girls, it's kind of hard to be trying to get that, hey, baby. When you when all your friends is around, you be like, um, get face. Hello. <laughs> don't you want to talk to your children? I don't think my husband wants to. <laughs> I don't. And sometimes they don't want to talk. They just be like, oh, okay, you good? All right, bye. And they don't even want to talk. I just yeah. really think everybody relationship works differently. You got to yeah. know where your relationship works and where that level of respect is for y'all, right? Everybody got a gauge. Mm-hmm. And when you feel like we crossing the line where it's no longer... You know, 80, 20, there's 20 stuff, 20 percent of bull crap that, you know, just come with it. Once that percentage starts shifting, then to me, it's really time to have a gut check. Let's sit down. Let's schedule some time yeah. and let's have some intentional conversation, not attacking conversation, intentional conversation. Like, what do I want to come out of this conversation? So right. if I want them to understand, I'm going to have to word it, not how I understand but how they will understand. I don't know how other people understand you. Well, You're going to have to try rainbow. I don't know. Because <laughs> sometimes we be talking, I'm like, what? I'm like, what the hell did you just say to me? <laughs> I'm like, am I stupid or are you stupid? Who's stupid here? <laughs> one, of us. <laughs> one of us is stupid. I'm not saying it's you. I'm just saying it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I- ladies. We hit that time. Um, we definitely gotta have another chat. I was just telling her, like, I wanted to definitely have a, a day with you and Martine up here. I think both of y'all are phenomenal life coaches. Um, and people Absolutely. need to definitely, definitely know what y'all talk, like, you know, listen to y'all. That'll um, be- so definitely hit them with your info, Fatima. Okay, so I'm Fatima C. Oliver. I have to say the C because there are a lot of, believe it or not, there are a lot of Fatima Olivers out there. I'm the cute one. Right? <laughs> 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 so all right, so Fatima C. Oliver. I am on this social media stuff. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter, but I don't like it that much, but whatever, I'm on it. And I am on LinkedIn and I am sometimes on Clubhouse. So if you want me to come on and talk, definitely invite me, I will come on. Um, I have a book, it's called The Prescription is in the Dirt. And it talks about all this type of stuff that we've been talking about, um, about my life, 
the stuff that I had to crawl through and I made it on the other side only but with God's help. But it really Amen. talks about some, some serious stuff that we go through that we sometimes are afraid to talk about. So that is on Amazon. The prescription is in the dirt. And if you forget all of what I just said, it's okay. Just come to my, web, my website, which is FatimaC.com. FatimaC.com. F-A-T-I-M-A-C.com. Come there and you'll be able to catch up, um, catch up on everything that I'm doing. Mm, phenomenal. <laughs> so, Rainbow, how you want to go out this weekend? Oh, you know what? Fatima's our guest. Fatima, how would you like to go out this weekend? What you mean? This like, week? go out like what? We normally say, you know, our, our final thoughts. Final thoughts. Okay. Final thoughts is have the courage to face yourself in the mirror. And then you won't have to control people. Face yourself, right? And deal mm. with yourself and not vomit on other people with your stuff. Amen. Mm, nice. Rainbow, how are you going out this weekend? I just want to say thank y'all for tuning in, watching, continue watching, and have a wonderful week and a weekend because I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going out like this. Uh, first of all, I want to thank everybody for tuning in, checking us out. Um, we appreciate all the comments. And um, definitely stay tuned to the Evening Rush Network. Uh, right after this show, I am Nicole Claire's coming on. Um, Not right after, 9 o'clock. Well, 9 o'clock. I am Nicole Claire's coming on. Um, shout out to to TL Mac Fitness Show tomorrow. They got a whole new bunch of hosts. Definitely want to tune in and check that out. Plug returns this week. So definitely check it out. And they have a new time, which they'll be on at nine o'clock now. Okay. Um, make sure y'all check us out on Pandora, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Spotify, YouTube, and you know, pretty much everywhere podcasts are at. And also the, the Evening Rush Network app is coming. We will be on Google first, and then we'll be on Apple. So make sure y'all check us out, man. Make sure you got an Android. And yeah. my final, final thought is this. Listen, stop trying to control each other. Be loveful and be happy and peaceful and communicate. Communicate, communicate. Talk to your spouse. You, you'll get way your more significant out of other, it. Uh, not everybody's married. All right. Fine. In Let's your heart. You know, yeah. Communicate. Trust me. You'll get way more out of your relationship when you communicate. You too. You know what I mean? But yo, as always, we're going that's, out with my bro. No, that's, you'll get a lot oh, more out oh. of your relationship if you communicate, if both of y'all are willing to actually listen while you're communicating. Absolutely. You have to listen too. You can't just talk. Back. Well, one person talk at a time. Well, get the paddle. Get a paddle and raise the paddle. It works. I thought you were about to start saying, start hitting people up. <laughs> nah. yeah. No, we actually did that at Council, and that's why. I did it at Council, and like, you couldn't talk unless you was holding a paddle. And it was just like, okay, I'm holding the paddle. Now you got to listen. And then we reversed. And then she held the paddle, and I had to listen. So I, I, I and I actually did like that exercise. I'm a listener anyway. Because I got to say, don't like, say nothing. But back to all saying, communicate. Mm -hmm. I told you, we going out with my boy Fresh. You already know what it is. Catch y'all next week. Peace. My nephew told me I'm a king and a crown fitted. You can catch me in a thousand dollar outfit. I'm so mark.